Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Manco Logistics Show. I am Roger Manus, and I am broadcasting from inside our Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. We are represented on today's show from Manco Logistics by Jaden Bratton, who is the Director of National Sales. Hello, Jaden. How are you doing? Doing fine, sir. It's nice to see you again. Would you mind introducing our guest, please? Absolutely. So we are joined by Mr. Ryan McLeod. Um, he's actually here in the office with me in Jacksonville. Um, he works for a company called Sick Cup, and uh, they're conveniently located just a few miles away, so it wasn't too hard for him to make it over here this morning. It's good to see you, Ryan. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I cannot complain. How about you? I'm doing well, doing well. So, okay, Sick Cup is S-I-C Cup. Uh, the SIC stands for seriously ice cold. So tell us about your product. So, um, we specialize in double walled vacuum sealed tumblers. We did a lot of research as they were being, um, thrown into the market. We realized that we felt like we could create a tumbler that was already powder coated with a lifetime warranty and unique colors as well as shapes and dive into the market ourselves and, so far, we've done a decent job. Um, we're in a little over 3,500 retail stores and trying to broaden our horizon internationally. I believe we're in three or four countries now. Um, from there, we have a completely huge logistical chain. Everything's made in China. It's brought over here to Jacksonville, Florida. And then from there, it's dispersed out. Um, so... From the, <laughs> with that being said, we're the sickest cup on the market. <laughs> Seriously, I called. And so, as the director of operations, this is where you get into the logistics of getting your product delivered, and that's where Manco Logistics Corp. and Jaden come in to help you. But more back to the product itself. So, this is one of those. This is one of those tumblers that keep stuff cold or hot. Like, how long can you keep an ice cold beverage cold in your tumblers? Easily twenty four hours cold, as well as eight hours hot. Um, we get emails time and time again believe it or not, from older people saying, hey, I've never been able to go to bed and wake up and still drink ice cold water. And every time I read it, I just find it fascinating that it, people lived 70, 80 years and they've never been able to actually wake up to cold water in the morning. I didn't realize that was the thing, but I guess it is. Uh, me either. <laughs> uh, and, and another interesting thing. I would thing, have never considered that. <laughs> isn't that funny? So how, how long have you guys been in business, Ryan? Um, a little over five years. So started off on Amazon. Um, after Amazon launched with individual products, we started getting a lot of feedback and questions saying, hey, can we get these wholesale? From there, started a Shopify account and Facebook, started launching um, customers allowed to buy 12, 24, 36 at a time wholesale wise. And from there, the company just started skyrocketing. Um, now eight, about 80% of the company is wholesale versus 20% direct to consumer. Okay. Um, yeah, you mentioned powder coated. What does that mean? So instead of a traditional paint, which can chip and come off said tumbler, we, we stuck the powder coat that way. The tumbler in and of itself could have a lifetime warranty. So that means you can have this cup for 30, 40 years without it structurally not being sound. So if at one point in time you wake up and your cup's not actually treating it the way it should, AKA 24 hours cold or eight hours hot, you simply send your tumbler to me. I send you a brand new one. 
Wow. So guaranteed. Guaranteed. Fantastic. And and another interesting thing is like the patterns and the, the design uh, yes, kind of sets you guys apart as well. If you could talk a little bit about that. Yes. So traditionally we, you know, found about 12 different colors that we stuck to, to powder coat. And those did extremely well, you know, instead of having 10 different greens, you choose one green instead of 10 different yellows, you choose one yellow. And after launching said tumblers, you start getting feedback from customers saying, Hey, are you ever going to do this? Hey, are you ever going to do that? Since the company switched to wholesale, we were trying not to crush our retailers because a lot of them are mom and pop stores that customize themselves, whether it be monogramming or personalizing one-offs, okay, like you putting your name on a cup. So instead of us saying, hey, I'm going to make you one cup with your name on it, we said we'll do 24 cups with one logo. So we made MOQs to where we can build our custom side of the business while not killing off the smaller retailers that can still do the one-offs for Amy or Teresa or whomever. Um, After we figured out that those prints did extremely well, we started actually doing 360 wraps, Meaning if you liked a leopard print, we could put a leopard print around the cup seamlessly. And through that, the custom art project, I try to stay out of because I'm actually colorblind. (laughs) So I can't make designs for you, (laughs) but I have some good people that make that stuff happen. And from there, tell them about the golf ball one. Oh yeah. So we, we were the first company to launch a dimpled golf tumbler. So we mimicked what a golf ball looked like, put it on a tumbler or made the tumbler look like said golf ball. And since then we have risen in the golf community by, I would say 300%. We actually in 2019 went to the PGA show and we were the number one product and we're not even PGA affiliated. Wow. So there's all kinds of options. If a business out there wants to just personalize it, they can use your cup, but put their own branding on it, put their anything they want. Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, it's funny. Think of the golf thing. Years ago, I was given a, you know, like a portfolio that you keep a legal pad in. Yes, sir. But it was from the Atlanta Falcons and it was football leathery. Yes, sir. And and I loved that thing because <laughs> it was it felt like a football, even though it was just a legal pad portfolio. Um, I wore it out, so I appreciate the sports tie-ins, um, but also just anything that any corporation can do to to have their own branding on a sick cup. So yeah, believe it or not, we actually just sold to Phil Mickelson. He started a company called Coffee for Wellness, and he's um, he purchased thousands of cups. And it is keeping us busy as well as we love the, just the entire golf aspect. A bunch of the guys in the company play. We all think it's fun. So the fact that we get to now have fun while selling it makes it even better. All right. So Jaden, how did you guys get, how did you get to know Ryan? So as, as in your position as director of national sales at Manco logistics, you got, you got to find freight and, and move product and, and Ryan needs to move freight. So how did you guys connect? Uh, it's actually kind of a unique uh, story. So Ryan and I actually have had one of the same very close friends our entire lives, and we've never met each other until about a year or two ago. And uh, through our mutual friend talking about what Ryan does and talking to Ryan about what I do with Manco, 
you know, it just eventually clicked that, hey, these guys need to get introduced to each other. And so Ryan and I met each other and started talking business and getting along and getting to know each other and realized that we have very similar roles and we have a lot of opportunities to help each other out in both of our respective businesses. Um, and the relationship's just kind of grown from there. And I'm not having any problems right now. <laughs> so, uh, so it wasn't a traditional um, introduction or vetting if you will well sure but but part of it is just relationships that's just part of business and you create relationships and you see where it takes you so ryan what are what are the logistical needs of uh of sick cup like where do you guys ship what what is everything you guys need to do and so um i guess from starts everything gets manufactured over in china so the second it's produced we have to get in touch with said factory as well as shipper we do door-to-door uh, ocean freight, meaning it's going to go from the door of the factory to the door of sick cups. Unfortunately, we haven't had the best time over the last year with the ship again, that's been going on prices skyrocketing, um, can, ships being just booked completely to where containers miss time and time and time again. Um, but after they get on a boat, it takes about 35 days to get to Jacksonville where another couple of days after customs, what, 35, 30, 35 days. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. So once it leaves port of China for it to leave, um, Shanghai and then get to Jack's port, it's about 33, 35 days. Wow. Okay. Um, then a couple another days for customs and the actual driver to get into port, to get said container to the warehouse. Once it enters the warehouse, it's now a frenzy <laughs> in, a, in, the, in a good way. So either it's going out direct to consumer, meaning one cup get put in a box, it's going out with the postal service or a wholesaler is getting 24 cups. It's going out UPS or FedEx. And then we have customers that are ordering pallets at a time. So now we have, you know, LTL needs. Uh, we have customers that order full truck loads as well. So now we're talking 12, 14 pallets. Um, so yeah, all sorts of freight needs, everything that we do has to ship. So, and it's only leaving one place. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are your normal, what are your normal, I guess, uh, full, what are your normal routes for full trailer so, or LTL? Where, what parts of the country do you go, go into? From a freight perspective, we kind of hit the Missouri line and then over towards Pennsylvania and down. That's where we're most heavily known. We do get to send some a little further north, north to uh, Wisconsin, some out to California. But from a freight perspective, we're really heavy in the south, uh, Texas being a really big state. Yeah, that's a really big state. <laughs> no, it's a big state for us and as in general. Yeah. <laughs> Did you mean business or geographically? Uh, oh, no, no <laughs> or, or area-wise. Uh, <laughs> so so if, if you could, this is this is where we ask the customer to sing the praises of Manco Logistics. How has Jaden helped you with your needs? Fantastically. He's uh, very responsive. He's on top of the, the ball. Uh, Price-wise, uh, very, very great. Uh, anything that we've needed, he's always accommodated. So I feel like you're in good hands when you work with him. So what is it that you look for in a logistics company? Because I guess your goal every day is to hand the load off and know that it's done. Yeah. So confidence being there for starters, uh, price point is obviously going to weigh in. However, you can start to shave like, hey, I don't mind spending five, 10 more dollars with this guy because I know things are going to be done. I don't have to track it myself. 
if he told me it's going to be two days, it's going to be two days. If he said three, then it's going to be three. And if the third day is there, he's actually going to fight for you to make sure the shipment gets there versus you now having to worry about doing so yourself. So it takes a little bit of easement off your, you know, your back, knowing that you actually have a rep that's not just setting up the shipment to make some money, but he's making sure it actually gets there. And you found all of that with Manco and your relationship here. Yes, sir. Fantastic. That's great news. I love hearing that, Jaden. It's always nice when uh, you can kind of hear somebody acknowledge the amount of work that you've you know put into the relationship that you guys have established. And he's just an easy guy to work with. So that makes it way more enjoyable and it makes it way easier to care about what we're doing as a service provided to his company, Sitka. You know, if he's making life easier for us, that's a lot of encouragement to reciprocate. Did we get the Phil Mickelson load? So the last <laughs> one he set up himself. So that one, I, if anybody ever wants to pay the freight themselves, you kind of just say, Hey, I love it. Like one less thing for me to worry about, but you'll, you'll get a Phil one. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, that is funny. Well, I'm I'm fascinated by the. I'm t- just hoping they're going to have his phone number on that bill of lading. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, Phil Phil Phil's probably held a uh, ice cold beverage or two. Uh, uh, in, yeah, in in his day, um, perhaps we should tag him on social media to see so he can see that we were talking about him on this uh, on this podcast. Um, so more specifics about the, the product itself, um, do, cause I have, I have bought in the past some low grade competitors that sweat yep. and, and, but this is top of the line stuff, isn't it? So once again, when we were creating our product, we didn't, create it going in saying, Hey, we're trying to sell the cheapest cup on the market. Right. Or did we say that we were trying to sell, you know, poor quality. We wanted the highest quality grade cup at the best price point. So once again, as company grew and wholesale started becoming a bigger part of the business price goes down because wholesale is half of retail. So you now have to figure out, Hey, Maybe we create new designs to where you add a dollar or two here, there, wherever. So you can ultimately have now said collections, more variety and keep people coming back for reorders. Um, the tumblers are absolutely fantastic. Uh, the more that we've launched the, I guess, that new sizes, the more that we've seen people kind of demand <laughs> more designs and we find ourselves getting in pickles of, Hey, we sell cups that we would never buy, but you can't necessarily say that this design wouldn't work just because you wouldn't get it. You know, there's still three. When you guys make those sleeve things as well, not just the tumblers, the different size, you know, that one with the screw top on it. Yeah. So the slim can koozie was a hit because everybody started drinking these white claws and Trulies and seltzer waters. And of course there's beers on the market, like ultra, and Stella to have the slim cans themselves. So instead of making a traditional koozie, it was like, hey, make a slim can one because that's what's selling hot on the market right now. Of course, got in a little battle legally with some of the other companies out there, but overall, we're still selling it and it's doing fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, I love that thing. I've got one at my house. Uh, well, yeah, there's, there's, and is, is a lot of your business growth, is it word of mouth? Is it, uh, or how do you market yourselves? So, yeah, word of mouth is definitely going to be out there. Uh, we are a Florida company. 
So once again, everything enters Jacksonville and no matter where it is in the world, it left the warehouse here in Jacksonville. So we're proud Floridians. The um, whole aspect that we are a Florida company, I mean, it's true and real. We, we love working with other Florida companies as well as every other state. But once people find out where we're located and know, oh, you're in the South. Oh, we're just in Georgia. Oh, we're just in South Carolina. Oh, we go to Jacksonville for this. It's it's it seems like it's a great foundation to help the business kind of perspire. Now, from social media, Facebook, Instagram, we do advertisements on there as well. Um, however, we've cut a lot of that stuff off recently just because we feel like once you have 33,000 followers, that means you have X amount of cups out there and you have X amount of people that are going to buy another one. Once you launch a new, new design or a new size, or they're going to buy them for Christmas gifts, you, you name it. We haven't, we, we, we never slowed down, not even with COVID. Wow. That was another question I was going to ask. So COVID didn't really put a dent in you. We grew. So I ended up hiring about eight more employees <laughs> throughout COVID. Wow. Okay. So like what, what size are you guys? Like, um, in the sense of what? Well, in the sense of maybe staff size or gross revenue, if you don't mind sharing, is it, is it? Yeah. So we're right around, you know, we do somewhere between 10 and 20 million a year. Gotcha. Um, obviously it depends on how things are going, but, and then employee staff wise, we fluctuate between 10 and 20 people, but prior to COVID we were definitely below 10 where now we actually run our warehouse 24 hours a day, five days a week. Um, or that we were a typical nine to five business. Okay. Wow. This is just, this is just a great success story. And, uh, and, and again, if people will go to your website, there's, there's multiple sizes and there's multiple patterns. And so the technology is the hot and the cold, but you offer so much variety to what the consumer can have. Yes, sir. Um, and every size fits in a cup holder minus the stemless 16 ounce because you're not supposed to drink and drive. So. <laughs> Your guys thought of everything. Try what 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 is your what is your business background or your educational background? You personally, how did you end up where you are? Um, I'm an extremely hard worker, so <laughs> that for starters, business wise, I've ran other um, smaller companies from mattress stores to restaurants like Sunny's Barbecue. So I've always had the interest of like, hey you run a business, you try to run it well, and you, you get to take this much home. So it's always intrigued me. With Sick Cups, I kind of got nestled in at the exact right time. So you call it a little bit of luck, but I like to say work ethic went into it. Um, but I was there pretty much just the right time, saw this opportunity, saw how it wasn't being managed and said, hey, let me take this over for you. And you don't ever have to worry about how things go. And sure enough, here I am four and a half years later. Four and a half years later. Well, it's funny. Uh, you mentioned luck and working hard. I heard a definition of luck one time. I do not know who said it, but luck is defined as when preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so if you get the opportunity Absolutely. and you're not prepared, there's there's ways to force your own luck. Yes, sir. And uh, sounds like you did there. Um, so, Jaden, what kind of customer are these guys? They pay their bills on time? Pay their bills. They answer questions quickly. They try to give us as much information as we need immediately, which is great. Uh, I will say another thing about Ryan and his work ethic, as we, you know, lightly touched. He's one of the only guys I know that I've, you know, worked with in regards to a customer slash freight provider relationship dynamic, where 
he'll be on the phone talking to me about, you know, lean management and production stabilization and things like that. And just, you know, the ways that they're becoming a more cost effective and time effective company. And he's so involved in all of those aspects, but he's also five minutes later, the guy in the docks helping load the pallets on there, helping shrink wrap, whatever they need to do. Like he's a Swiss army knife through and through. Um, and he's one of those guys that I, you know, I really appreciate because he kind of holds the aspect of if you don't have time to do it right the first time, you probably don't have time to do it again. So he just makes sure that they do it right every time. And that's something I really enjoy about working with him. Ryan, your thoughts on that? <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Glad I look like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> a, Swiss, a Swiss army knife, he called you. We're, uh, we're just trucking along. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it sounds like you guys have a great relationship. So, so Ryan, from your perspective, of course, yes, you, you want the great price point and you want the great service, but just talk about how important it is the relationship it is you have with not only with Jaden, but just with Manco and what the relationship means so that you know that when you hand us some freight, it's going to get done. Yeah. So once again, leads back to confidence. So after normally, even in the past, once you work with a freight forwarder or any type of logistics guy, you want to, you kind of micromanage and watch to make sure they're doing said task. I never had to worry about that with Jaden. He was already an email step ahead or a phone call step ahead. Or like, once again, he said, I try to give as much information up front. That way you're not having to come back to me with, Oh, what's the freight class? Oh, what's the commodity? You should already know I should be there. But um, just the fact that he's already two steps ahead and making sure like, Hey, we want to win this shipment. That's a big deal. Um, so the second that, you know, you're taken care of, you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. Because your supply chain, what you're delivering reflects on you. The, 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 the receiver doesn't care that you're using Manco. This is true. They just want their product and they want it on time. So that that's just interesting to me that because that reflects on you and you know that. Yes, sir. Um, so the, the comfort level you have built with Jaden uh, just speaks very well to him and Manco. So I want to thank you for saying all that. Um, um, so Jaden, you, you mentioned that, well, we talked about what Ryan gets out of it. But from your perspective, how important is your personal relationship with your customers, Ryan or whomever? Uh, I think it's arguably the most important aspect of everything. Um, it's not a transactional relationship because that sounds very impersonal and very just, you know, not important. But having a true relationship where there's a mutual understanding that we both genuinely care about each other's best interests, either personally or professionally speaking in regards to each other's companies um, any true or truly pros prosperable relationship starts with relationship we have to have trust with each other we have to have an understanding of what each other's needs are and whether we do or do not have the ability to meet those needs um, and a lot of that also boils down to honesty together um, I think that any time I've ever had a, a you know a situation pop up with one of Ryan and Sitcup's shipments um, when I brought the issue to their attention, he was very responsive, very quick to get on top of it. And he also understood that this is the real world things happen. So he's understanding in those situations. And really he could be, you know, more difficult to handle in those situations. He could kind of be a bit of a jerk about it if he wanted to, but he doesn't do that. He understands the way things work. And I think that any customer slash freight provider, 
you know, relationship together is not going to be able to work without any of those things. I agree. Um, I believe that, uh, most business is the personal relationship you build over time with trust and confidence. And of course, you know, delivering. Um, so Jaden, if, uh, if a case were to fall off a pallet, you know, and, and you, can you just send it, send it to me? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think um, actually while he's sitting here in our office, I've got the rest of my team on the way to his docks right now to steal a couple of them for us. So we'll be good. I'm just easy. Or Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, if you've got an extra case hanging around the office. Um, we can sell them to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, cause I was fascinated. I went to, when I, like I said, I went to the website. So just kind of a quick over overview here again, just about the product itself. The sick cup is stands for seriously ice cold. And just talk about the various sizes and the options that the consumer can buy. And what's interesting to me is you said that the individual can order. Yes, sir. It's not, you don't have to go to a store. Some stores have them, but, but you offer for the individual, you offer wholesale. So just if you could kind of go down your product line again. Yeah. So say you're, you know, Joe Schmo, you go to sickcups.com. Um, we originally started off with traditional sizes, 20 ounce and 30 ounce. That was what was popping on the market at the time. So jump on board from there. We separated ourselves with our 12 ounce wine, coffee, cocktail tumbler. That was the first low ball on the market that actually fit in a cup holder. That was double walled vacuum sealed insulated. Everybody else had these little 10 ounces that were like bullets and all you could do is hold them. So we figured go ahead and go 12 ounces. It could be used for multiple different aspects after the 12 ounce did extremely well, we launched our 16 ounce stemless wine glass and it was now the largest wine glass on the market that was double walled insulated. Once again, didn't fit a cup holder, should drink drive. Then from there, started launching food insulators. So we have thermoses out there. Um, we're about to launch a 64 ounce water jug, 120 ounce water jug. There's dog bowls that are on the way. Dog uh, bowls. Yes. So we're going to keep getting you as unique as we can, but we're just trying to have you drink with style and it lasts. So dogs can have cool water. Quick. We need it. Um, so what's life like down there for you in Jacksonville? You go to the Jaguars games or Georgia, Florida every year. Or what do you do? So grew up a bulldog fan. I just started recently missing Georgia, Florida because COVID and all the stuff going on. Jaguars. Was a fan, but now that they just completely stink, it's not worth the money. <laughs> what do you mean now? That's nothing new. Well, when you grow up, you have a little bit of hope. You're like, hey, I'm 23, 24. What season tickets are it? And then you're 20, 25, 26, 27. You're like, nah, I'd rather well, have that money. <laughs> well, well, they just, they've got Urban Meyer now, and they're about to draft Trevor Lawrence. I, just, I can't even follow it anymore. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm just glad to hear you grew up a Bulldog fan. You guys seen the recent uh, photo shoot Gardner Minshew did with that mullet? Oh, geez. <laughs> legendary. Just truly legendary. He, I mean, he is a character. Oh, my goodness. I, well, he's the hero we need. <laughs> he's he's the man for our time. Oh, uh, um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to have to start paying closer attention to Jacksonville Jaguars football since Manco has a branch there. But, you know, being based in Rome, Georgia, at the corporate headquarters, this is uh this is Falcons country and Georgia Bulldog country and although there's we we actually sit at the crossroads of the SEC there's Alabama people and Auburn people and Clemson people from the ACC and yeah. Georgia Tech and all that but anyway I just I love college football so sometimes we we digress 
Oh, that's all right. Uh, I ended up going to South Carolina, so I, I've got a Gamecock in me. <laughs> well, you went there on purpose? I did. I, I, I grew up the only place a fan. Her. So I actually, from the ages of 11 to 18, I never missed a football game, home or away. At, at where? Wow. For the University of Georgia. From, seriously? Yeah. So where'd, where'd you grow up? Jacksonville, Florida. But you went to home and away games? Every, every single weekend. Wow, that's impressive. That's dedication. Um, so, yeah, by the time I was 18, not that I was over Athens, but I was like, hey, I should I should go see somewhere else. <laughs> uh, that's, that's interesting. I was raised Bulldog, too, but I never got tired of it. You know, I... I <laughs> situations but, happen but, see but i don't I, but again i didn't go home and away from 11 through 18 that's an impressive you know hats off to your parents or whoever was making that happen for you in 1997 i was five years old i skipped halloween to go to the georgia florida game that hirsch oh not Herschel. it was uh champ bailey bought the field goal for us to win <laughs> listen to the youngest kid listen yeah. to he, said, he said for us <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> he didn't say for Georgia Old to win. He, he said for us to win. Even though he's a South Carolina guy, he said for us he, to win because he's a yeah, bulldog. I mean, yeah. It was it was in me, so it's it's still in me. Yeah. It's just it's just the dog's down a little bit. <laughs> I, I I tell people when I say us when talking Georgia football, and they go, "Oh, us? Were you on the field?" And I said, "When my check cleared for season tickets, it's we, it's us." <laughs> so yeah, I'm all in, baby. Uh, well, great talking to you, Ryan. Thank thanks so much for the business that you give us, and uh, um, at Manco and Jaden. Sounds like uh, you you're knocking it out of the park for those guys. So we appreciate it, uh, Ryan. If you could please give us uh, contact information. If anybody wants to reach out to you on LinkedIn or social or the, or the brand's website, things like that. How can people learn more about the product? Yeah, I'll share that all with um, you. Want it right now? You want me to share it with Jaden? No, no, right now on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, so obviously follow us, hashtag Sick Cups, um, Instagram, Sick Cups, uh, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Sick Cups, uh, SickCups.com, go buy as many as you can, use code Ryan, you get 50% off. 50% off? Yeah. Code Ryan? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And Sick Cups is just because it flows out of the mouth pretty quickly. It's S-I-C-C-U-P-S. Yes, sir. So once again, seriously, ice cold. We dropped the K because it just worked out. Hey, that's sick. All right. Seriously, ice cold. Get sick. Sounds like the perfect party. Uh, the party. It is. So we're not, we're not, we're here to hydrate you. Slash dehydrate you. We just want you once again, drinking style. I mean, this, this cup is for soccer moms. It's for the, the dad on the go. It, it, it's for anybody, anybody, every means. So, yeah, it is for the beer at the pool or at the beach. I know you guys are in Jacksonville, but it's also for the, the hot cup of coffee while you're driving to work. There you go. Trust me. After I started selling so many 30-ounce tumblers, I didn't realize people drank that much coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, most people do, or some people do. I don't. Anyway, thanks, guys. Any final thoughts, Jaden? I think that we've covered everything I wanted to. Um, I will give Ryan a little bit of a congratulations. Uh, he's recently had himself a young daughter, so uh, that's probably why he looks so tired today. So that that's a sippy cup. That sh- that you- we have a little sick. I never <laughs> mentioned it. We actually do have a little sick. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, we do have one for the kids. Oh, fantastic. So it just keeps going. Ryan, any final thoughts before we say goodbye here? I don't believe so. Just get sick. <laughs> We will. Appreciate it, both of you guys. Thank you so much. 
You have been listening to the Manco Logistics Show here on Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus. Thank you so much for listening.